Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP as it relates to Sulf Arena and Go Battle League, amongst many other things. Ah, oh, GMR's Metatitaness just migrated away. Let me get some Fs, some, some thoughts and prayers for him. That's quite a shame. Quite a shame. Very somber note to start off this. God, there's just like nothing to talk about this episode. I don't... All the news is gone. Pokemon Pokemon Go, Niantic just hasn't put out an update in the last two weeks. So it's going to be a really quick episode. Uh, this, uh, we're re- recording this on December 1st, 2020. Uh, we are in the very, very short home stretch of this nightmare of a month or a nightmare of a year, maybe five years of 2020. We're nearing the end. We'll get through it. I am one of your hosts, Stephen, aka Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. There's seal everywhere. There are seal everywhere. Uh, as always, we record on a Tuesday at the same <laughs> time as Spotlight Hour, so uh, divided attentions for sure. Just, just a little. Uh, all right. So, oh, that's right. We are. Brought to you by our Patreon producers. If you want to back the Battle Science podcast on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlescience and back us at at least a dollar tier to get the Battle Science After Dark podcast, a podcast where we can swear and talk about other things other than Pokemon Go PvP, although we still talk about Pokemon Go PvP a whole lot, Uh, as well as the podcast early, and then other bonus content and stuff there in the future. So... Maybe I'm thinking we've got a couple of holidays coming up at the end of December, so I'm thinking maybe we'd try and do some Among Us or other group party games with some people from our Discord, so uh, we'll probably prioritize. Socially distance socialing? Yep, probably probably prioritize our, our couple of Patreon producers. Our Patreon producers for December are Arrow, Winston the Champ, and What John's Doing. Thank you guys for backing us on Patreon. At the $5 tier. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Got some, just just the smallest, the lightest episode for the news roundup. We're going to jump in here into the news roundup. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us off with the probably the biggest piece of news we have for the entire episode. And if you're watching on Twitch, it's on screen. Our last quote. Quoting from Niantic support on Twitter, trainers, this will be our last Pokemon storage update for 2020. The limit on Pokemon storage has now been expanded to 4,000. This is huge. This is the biggest news we've seen this entire month. Well, I mean, I guess realistic is almost the only news we've seen this entire month. Let me rephrase that. This is the (laughs) biggest news we've had in the last three months, the last... 14 days this is the marquee news everyone was hoping to hear about your pokemon storage has expanded to 4000 pokemon so you you don't have to worry too much there there there's you know we all know more pokemon are coming you'll have space for them that was a joke this has all been a joke don't worry there's a lot more other content. Before we hop into the news roundup proper, I do want to give a shout out to all of our competitors and everyone who donated last Tuesday at our Battle Science, the Schoolyard Scrap, 
our draft night was last Tuesday. Teams have been picked and battles have been played. We raised over $150 on Tuesday night, and donations are still being accepted. If you're watching us on Twitch, Nightbot will pop in every once in a while with the Extra Life link. If you have a couple of dollars to donate to Extra Life towards the Seattle Children's Hospital, we would greatly appreciate any and all donations heading over there. We have raised way more than what, I don't, what at least I anticipated. I don't know, Jesse, what you Big anticipated. Thank you to everybody that contributed up until this point. That's we, still just crazy to think we have that much money going to Children's Seattle Hospital. We we only raised seventy dollars last year. We have raised almost two hundred and seventy dollars <laughs> this year. So, I think the the thought was if we reach what was Hoens. Are you going to make me do math again? Yeah, with the Hoens. <laughs> so we've the original goal was one fifty one, which is Kanto's Pokedex total number. We surpassed Johto's Pokedex number because Johto's Pokedex number was two fifty one or two fifty two, yep. I believe. I want to say Hoenn is somewhere around the 300-ish mark, 300, 320 maybe. You know, it's funny is I don't know why I'm looking at this online. I could just literally go to my Pokedex. <laughs> yeah, your Pokedex would probably tell you. So Jesse and I have to figure out what we're doing because we've already raised way more than our goal. And if we raise any more on the Battle Showcase night here later on in December, I... I don't know. It goes up to 386 with 386. Deoxys. Oh, okay, 386 at the end of, of Hoenn. Okay. That'll be a goal. If we hit 386, we'll do something absolutely wild. I don't know what. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Uh, let's see. Um, Let's see. Our teams were picked. I don't have those here, but I can look them up because we put them out on Twitter. So on Jesse's team, we have Christadude, Arrow, 215, Kano, Leader Paradox, and Kyle Undead. And then on Team Steven, we have Jmar, Things Cats Can't Eat, Eric BN, Winston the Champ, and Proto Man. So I don't want to... I'm. I want Team Jesse. Team Jesse needs to. Team Jesse needs a little bit of motivation. I want to see some 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 good plays from Team Jesse. Team Steven is taking an er, a very very early lead. We're what five matches out of the twenty five in so far. So Team Jesse has plenty of time to stage a comeback and put in some W's. I mean, we have to make you look good at the beginning, right? <laughs> and boy, am I making it look good. Way to go, Team Steven, for for putting in a an early lead. Team Jesse, I I threw in I threw in a a link a video link into the draft invitation. No, I, I, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. So, you're funny. You're a funny guy. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm literally. I would literally. I like can them see, to see you guys smiling to never give up. Oh, here. I mean, I'm not smiling from ear. To, I am certainly smiling. I'm not smiling from ear to ear. I do want to. I do want to see. Team Jesse is not without its top performers. Team Jesse is completely capable of pulling out some W's, if not pulling out the ultimate W. So this guy, I'm not joking. I honestly, there's still a lot of battles that need to be played for sure. So I'm very curious to see the rest of the the tournament. We'll be doing a showcase of those battles after the fact. Looking at the calendar here, next Tuesday I think is going to be our 
Battle Science After Dark recording. We'll have a Battle Science podcast on the 15th. We'll probably end up doing the Battle Showcase on the 22nd. Looking at timing. Jesse, does that sound about right for you? Yeah. Okay. Probably end up doing it on the 22nd. Timing-wise, that should work out no problem. I'll probably put out a tweet with some graphic stuff to say that's when we're doing it here in the next week or so. One thing we've been having our participants do is obviously people can't get together right now and we can't really do live streams of people playing it. So what we're doing is they're recording their matches and then re-uploading them to us so that we can uh, view them and make a video or something out of it. But if you want to see a couple of the live matches, one of our participants, Krista Dude, will be doing a live stream this Saturday, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. ish, where he is going to kick everyone on Team Steven's butt. <laughs> so Saturday, December 5th, starting around 1, I believe. And <laughs> Jamar is throwing in some laughs. There you go. Let's see. But yeah, so if they want to check out some of the live recordings of it, Chris the Dude, uh, his Twitch tag is twitch.tv slash Chris D-A-D-U-D-E 13. We'll put out uh, tweets or tweet with info and we'll probably, I think we already automatically host his streams, I think. So. So you could also just tune into our regular Twitch channel. I believe so. All right, let's see. Uh, let's get into the core of everything. Then we certainly oh, do have a lot of other thing. We certainly have a lot of other stuff, uh, like on screen right now. Go beyond. Go beyond levels forty. Go be, go bay forty on levels. Please stop. How do you read this? <laughs> I don't know. It's the one weird thing about lettering and stuff. Um, okay, so it was teased before the announcement came out literally the day after we had recorded the podcast. Like always. <laughs> like, yeah, like usually. Um, we'll get into some of the details here shortly, but that's going to be one of our core, core news roundup topics today is how does that level 41 plus work and affect the rest of the game? But to get a little bit of just basic house cleaning out of the way updates to the temporary bonuses jesse i don't know if you noticed the temporary bonuses for let's see the special bonuses varies right the well 1.5 as many gifts no walking requirement for go battle league boosted damage for trainers battling in remote late raids two times infant uh incense uh effectiveness and buddy will bring you more items more often these okay. updates are now available until, let's see. June the nav of next year? Yes. Let me That's find six the months. right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find. Following again. At a minimum through June 2021. So in game right now, it's telling me 210 days and 13 hours. I looked at I looked at that the other I I looked at that a little while ago and was like, "Huh. I don't remember it saying 200 plus days before." <laughs> but I guess they put out an update that's saying the 
uh, incense effectiveness will be increased. It will go back to before what initially it was during the the pandemic. The Pokemon Go pandemic response was the buddy will now bring you more gifts each day, up to five gifts at once and up to three times a day. So you'll be getting gifts to send out via your buddy there. The following bonuses will continue incubator distance reduction, trade distance, or, oh, let me say that back. Look out for the following bonuses to show up during select upcoming events, making sure the they have components that can safely be played regardless of your situation. Incubator distance reduction, trade distance increases, one Pokecoin bundles, and more. So those will be reoccurring in upcoming events. Yep. So those COVID pandemic response features that people were very, very worried about, I believe two weeks ago, four weeks ago or so, people were saying, hey, that's why is this going away? This is, you know. COVID's not gone. COVID's <laughs> not gone. Well, COVID's back in a mean way. Well, COVID, COVID never left. The spike has, has gone up drastically. We're looking at numbers that are akin to the first two months of the pandemic we're 10 months in or so so these temporary bonuses are coming back much appreciated much appreciated the egg distance i'd love to see reduced permanently but you know or at least more consistently until june rather than just being event locked but you know beggars can't be choosers Celebrate the end of 2020 with December events. I was looking through this and I was like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this earlier, but we haven't because there's a couple of pieces of information in here that I do not remember reading before. So Mega Raids beginning today, December 1st. Mega Blastoise, Mega Charizard Y, Mega Pidgeot, and Mega Houndoom will be leaving Mega Raids. Following that, Mega Raids will be featuring Mega Charizard X, Mega Gengar, and Mega Abomasnow. So that started today. Research Breakthrough Encounter from Tuesday, December 1st to Friday, January 1st. And that uh, start and ends at 1 p.m. PST. Do not forget. Not not at like midnight at, at 1 o'clock. Trainers will have a chance of encountering either a Lapras, Lapras or Unovan Darumaka in Research Breakthrough Encounters. And catching either will reward bonus XP. As a part of the next... 30-ish days having just bunches oodles oodles and oodles of xp of bonus xp <laughs> to help people get to level 40 there will be no, more more xp well i mean i'll need it for getting to level 41 but right. i'm already at level 40 so i don't have to worry actually let me do a little check to see how much how much do i need i am at five million nine hundred and eighty two thousand seven hundred and eighty out of six million so i need eight thousand no seven thousand 7,000 and change XP? No. 1,700. No, seven, 17,000. Numbers. I can't. It's Pokemon Spotlight Hours. In the month of December, Pokemon Spotlight Hour will take place every Tuesday at 6 p.m., which is no different than every other month for the last six months. How long have we been doing Spotlight Hours? A little while at this point. No, we had spotlight hours before the pandemic. Have we been having these for about a year now? Jesse? Did I drop? Jesse? I forgot I muted myself to drink oh. some water. I'm sorry. No worries. We've been having spotlight hours for a while, haven't we? 
I, I said it was probably about a year to this date, yeah. Because we had, like, Onyx way back in the day. Yep. Actually, speaking of, let me, I can look at Onyx and look at the. Find out when you got it. Yeah, there's a really good, the rank nine caught in Issaquah 2-4-2020. So. That was February. February. So, yeah, we've been having them for nine months, nine, ten months. Yep. So that's impressive. Let's see. So Tuesday, December 5th, if you're listening to this in podcast form, a little too late, but Seal will be in the spotlight hour. You'll earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. Tuesday, December 8th, Swinub, 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 Swinub will be in the spotlight, (laughs) and you'll earn twice the Stardust for catching Pokemon. Tuesday, December 15th, a surprise Pokemon will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. That's the next podcast episode recording. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to be a newly released Pokemon. Tuesday, December 22nd, Snowrunner. You want to hear my thoughts on it? Hmm? You want to hear my thoughts on it? A surprise Pokemon? Yeah. Um, sure. I think it's going to be Deerling. Ah, that might... We're getting the new introduction to seasons and stuff. That might make sense. And it's fairly new. Let's see. Tuesday, December 22nd. Snow Runt will be in the spotlight. I will want to catch those. You'll earn twice the candy and transfer for transferring Pokemon. Um, I will want to do that. So that's on the day that we're doing the shoot. <laughs> All right. We might be what moving. What a coincidence. Do we move the stream to Monday? Because <laughs> I don't have a good frost last at all. Lured up said it would be a hat Pikachu. I would not be surprised, but I would also be disappointed. <laughs> um, maybe we should do the draft on that day <laughs> oh is it going to be a hat Pikachu because they're doing did they already do all of the different types of hats for Pikachu because didn't they uh, say they were going to do all of the different types of hats as a if Lured Up if, uh, if Lured Up said it was a hat Pikachu they have the ins with Niantic it's probably confirmed that it's a hat Pikachu Take it with the tiniest grain, grain of salt because I'm not hearing this directly from them. Eric is letting me know via the chat. So, but if they said it was going to be a hat Pikachu, they have they have the contacts with Niantic. So I would not be surprised if that is. Official. Or maybe it was in jest, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. All right, December 29th, Snover will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. Double catch XP bonus ends Thursday, December 31st, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. local time. I want to make a quick point of note. This is the first month I think we've had five spotlight hours. I think that's just how it works out with Tuesdays. Yeah, but just interesting note. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, wow. It's a lot of Tuesdays. Let's see. Uh, as a part of our huge Go Beyond update in December, we'll be increasing the level cap to 50. To help trainers level up during this time, a double catch XP bonus has been live since Wednesday, November 18th at 1 p.m. And it'll stay in effect until Thursday, December 31st, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. local time. More exciting feature updates. Managing your Pokemon is about to become much easier with the introduction of Pokemon tagging and other general search updates. Pokemon tagging will allow you to create different colored tags, apply them to Pokemon, and use them to filter Pokemon in your collection. The Pokemon search function will also be updated to allow for enhanced usability. When you tap into the search bar, 
A new screen will appear with recommended search terms such as Pokemon type, region, buddy level, shiny, and more. It's going to be nice for PvP for sure. Oh yeah, being able to mark mark your PvP Pokemon and not have to be like me and nickname them something weird so you can quickly search for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> How's ah, it going, Randall? Randall has arrived. Let's see. That is the end of the December events. What is my next article here? The season of celebration starts now. Jesse was making a comment about seasons. These are things. Let's see what all info here. As the world outside rotates... I'm going to quote the article here. As the world outside rotates through winter, spring, summer, and autumn, the world of Pokemon Go will change with the seasons. We're excited to announce the first Pokemon Go season has begun, the season of celebration. You can learn more about Pokemon Go seasons here. Let me see what info you have. Go beyond seasons. Did we talk about this last time? When was this posted? November 18th. Uh, this would have been the day after the last podcast. So no, we didn't. <sighs> All right. So much happened. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. All righty. Do we talk about? You can just kind of highlight it. Basically, this. they have started adding in uh, seasonal events based on either the it's northern or southern hemisphere, right? Yes. So southern hemisphere is in summer. Northern hemisphere is currently in winter. Technically, although I want to say winter. Technically, the winter doesn't start until like mid-December, which is always bizarre. Let me do a Google. But these seasonal things are going to make it so that you find things more appropriate to that time of year. Not everybody's just seeing things at random, and the game isn't going to be so reliant on just weather. The actual spawns will be a little bit more varied and akin to what season you're in. Like, one thing that I could kind of uh, equate this to was for the longest time back when the game first came out and Teddy Ursa and Weedles were first coming out. I know Weedle came out first, but during the fall, I want to say late August until late October, things that you would expect to see in fall type weather started spawning. One example was whenever we hit fall, we always saw Teddy Ursa replace things like Rotata and Centret. And then you start having more things like Murkrow or Ghastly once it got closer to Halloween spawning. But there's always been some kind of subtle, like, change to the spawns based on the time of the year. But I think this is going to help them be able to more control specifically what's spawning during that season. So you're not like in the middle of summer and see Snover, but at the same time, you potentially could. It's still a random number generated spawn. Yeah. So the first official day of winter is the winter solstice, which is on December 21st. Mm -hmm. So we won't see the official start of winter isn't until mid-December, which I've always found weird. Yeah. But like mentally winter starts around November. But I think that's yeah. just holiday season, the way that thing, that stuff works. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, the big thing that I want to know is the duration of the seasons. Is it three months? Do they make a reference as to... 
it does not say what the end of the season will be, which is, I don't know, really helpful. I think that kind of leaves it open for them to decide when they think it's appropriate. I imagine it's going to be every three months or so. They'll do it with the seasonal changes. Yeah. In a quarterly, quarterly format, which probably just makes sense. Yeah. Just keep it a little bit more interesting. The in-game says 89 days and 13 hours remaining. That makes sense. That would give it. Yeah. About three months. Three months. (laughs) Yeah. Which is about, I believe a lot of other seasons in, you know, video games run in the same format. So that makes sense. Let's see. Oh, that works from a competitive standpoint too. Three months. As far as the go ba- go battle league season, they could, they could integrate that somehow. One month like, for each. Each each month is a different season, but then you have an overall ranking for that season, so to speak. Mm. They yeah. probably have to call it something different. Technically, but... they have four because the final the final chunk would have all three. A rerun or something. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. There's the day. There it is. The season of celebration will run from Tuesday, December 1st to Monday, March 1st, 2021 at 8 a.m. local time. Here's what you can look forward to. During this season, you can expect to participate in a series of in-game events celebrating different regions of the Pokemon world, including Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova, and Kalos. Kalos. That's Gen 6, everybody. During this season, trainers can expect to see different Pokemon in the wild more often. In addition, you can expect to see different Pokemon appearing in the in the wild, depending on which hemisphere you're in. Take a breath. It's a lot of words. Different Pokemon will be hatching from eggs. Yay! Growlithe and Wingle <laughs> will be hatching from 2K eggs, and Baltoy and Ducklet will be hatching from 5K eggs. Jinx will be hatching from 5K eggs. You receive from Adventure Sync rewards instead of Ducklet. Seal, Aeron, and Elgem will no longer be hatching from eggs. Pokemon appearing more often in the Northern Hemisphere this season include Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Vulpix, Seal, Lapras, Teddy Ursa, Winterform Deerling, and more. Pokemon appearing... I love uh, and more. And more? Ah, my favorite my favorite species of Pokemon. And more. <laughs> Pokemon appearing more often in the Southern Hemisphere this season include Growlithe, Shuckle, Electrike, Burmy, Darumaka, Summerform Deerling, and more. Mega, Char- Mega Charizard X, Mega Gengar, and Mega Abomasnow will be the only Pokemon appearing in Mega Raids throughout December. Different Mega Evolved Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids in the new year, so keep a lookout. Mega Charizard X will be more powerful during the first half of December. Other Mega Evolved Pokemon may become more powerful at different times throughout the season of Celebration, so stay tuned for updates. That's not all. Here are some other events you can expect to happen during the season. December Community Day. As we say goodbye to 2020, let's take a look back on the community days we shared together. This year, our final Community Day event will be held on Saturday, December 12th, and Sunday, December 13th, 2020. Throughout the event, Pokemon featured in Community Days events throughout 2019 and 2020 will be appearing more frequently in the wild and in raids. So this event will be a great time for you to catch Pokemon featured in any Community Day events you may have missed stay tuned for, for more yeah stay tuned for more details soon i want to say the one caveat to oh joey's cool redeemed hydrate drinks more i got gotcha. you all right i believe the caveat to this is or sort of caveat the additional detail that we already have even though it hasn't been officially re- released by niantic 
Niantic support did put out that only Pokemon that had a community day in 2020 will have its community day Pokemon or community day move available during the evolutions over the course of the December community day rerun event. That is a, uh, we got another hydrate. Do we get another one? Oh boy. Here we go. Hang on, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom before we go. <laughs> ah, I did remove the dehydrate. I thought it was not necessarily in the correct spirit of the Battle Science podcast being family-friendly. To be okay. drinking an alcoholic beverage is probably That might be the... for the After Dark episode. Well, the After Dark episode, we actually don't even record live, so... That's right. Yeah, so, you know find a way maybe we make the it's adult water hey sir maximus what's up the we might find a way to i don't know create a drinking game or something maybe the i like that adult water yeah (laughs) i don't know maybe we find some way to figure out how many drinks we have to take during a battle science after dark episode or something yeah i don't know but well, I don't really yeah, so wanna, people that are yeah. looking forward to community days, I guess in this case for this coming month, it kind of sucks that you can only get Pokemon moves that are featured during this window. So the the context to that or the reasoning that people are believing is that it's giving a reason for elite TMs to exist, that any Pokemon, like the starters... The one that sticks out of my brain is, even though it's not necessarily, it's not the best move, excuse me, is Mareep, Mareep Community Day. So Mareeps will be spawning during this, or no, was Mareep in 2018? Yep. Okay, so then Mareep won't even spawn in this. What's a twenty? What's a 2019 Community Day? I'm going to pull it up because our great friend Thinks Cats Can't Eat posted it earlier. Okay, so... Mudkip. Mudkip, Trap Inch. We're getting a couple of recommendations here. And so so Trap Inch is a, a good one. So Trap Inch will be spawning during Community Day in December. This December. Vibraba evolved into Flygon will not learn Earth Power because it was a 2019 Community Day. Only Pokemon that were that had a Community Day only Pokemon with a Community Day move from 2020 will get that Community Day move upon evolution in December. Which... Take a minute to find it. Hold on. Sucks. For things like Venusaur with Frenzy Plant that is still relevant, you have to Elite TM it. Which, I don't know, kind of, you know, thumbs up to me that used an Elite TM already to get a Frenzy Plant a good... Venusaur frenzy plant, so I don't feel as completely and totally gypped, but that's probably just going to happen anyway. Is that rain? It might be. I'm hearing it like clink off of the cap on my chimney, I think. Let's see. All right, so December Community Day, we'll have more information. I'm sure we'll have more information by the next podcast although this is on the 12th and it actually is happening in between the two podcasts it's happening on the 12th and 13th so 
we will not be covering any additional information on that on the podcast. Um, we'll probably, well, I'm sure we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet out some info. I'm sure the, the usual infographic makers will have some nice graphics out there. We'll retweet those. We'll talk about that on the discord. Uh, let's see. There better be a really good elite TM box for community day. That's actually an interesting question. Eric brings up in the chat. How will the community day box look like when all of these Pokemon are showing up? Will the, will the this box might contain... look like spam in chat, but I'm willing to do it for science. Uh, right. Oh, here we go. I'm curious that to see. That was 2019. <laughs> okay. I'm very curious to see if the box doesn't contain both an elite charge TM and an elite fast TM. Mm. Maybe there's one per day. That would make sense. It all would also be something like twelve dollars, eleven, twelve dollars per. So I don't know. Does that make me happy? No. Is there really anything that would make me happy there? I don't know. Maybe the maybe the dollar research gave you an elite TM, elite each TM. I think they have the last couple of times. Fifty dollar box for two charge too. and one fast. Jiggly Dad, are you making that up or are you looking at? <laughs> did did the the pokey miners put out info on that because i don't i don't like I that think he's joking. i hope he's 50 joking. a 50 dollar box uh. <laughs> i mean so we're getting the seasons so the one the one thing that i i've i've talked about in the past is the the season pass model of video games so fortnite season pass destiny season pass your your games as a service having season passes Pokemon Go now has seasons, huh? Kind of like what Xbox does with their Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass is not the same. It is technically a subscription model, but it contains games that primarily don't go away. So, like realistically, there isn't much of a there. The it's not a one to one there. Okay. It's a uh, Game Pass is more of like a Netflix subscription. Uh, a okay. season pass is more of how do I describe it? I've I've talked about it in the past. It's basically in its in its base form. Not oh, hydrate from Randall. In its base form, it is like a level zero to a hundred level up system of doing activities to get XP to level up, and at different levels, you get different items. So what could be happening here? Up oh, double hydrate. That's one. That's two. Goodness gracious, we need to do this more for like all of my adulting stuff. I should add one of like you know vacuum the floor <laughs> in the middle of a podcast. Someone someone has like ten thousand does a a ten thousand uh, channel points redeem. I have to vacuum my floor. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to listen to that for ten minutes. I don't think it. I don't think it makes. I don't think it makes sense. But it, it would be interesting considering we have a <laughs> Jiggly Dad redeemed pickup dog poop. If you had seen his backyard, you would know how much of it needs that submission. Uh, if I could, if I could bring the mic with me and do it, uh, maybe. Also, it's really dark outside, so it's that would be like. I don't know. Deactivating a mine in the middle of the night. It's not exactly the best idea. Uh, Landmine City. Exactly. 
I mean, but hey, the channel points are are working. People are are telling us to drink water. So, uh, so go for some new ones. Hmm. We need to start thinking of some new ones. We could think of a couple of new ones. I do have a whole lot of Pokemon that need nicknames, but unfortunately, in the podcast, I aren't. I'm not able to show you what Pokemon need nickname nick need nicknames now. So. All right, go Battle League season six. We'll talk about that uh, in more detail here shortly. But the Go Battle League ranking will upgrade from ten to twenty-four. I believe actually we talked about no, we did bring this up in a previous podcast. It had been data mined and more or less confirmed in an interview. But we did say at that point that we were going to take it with a grain of salt because it was not confirmed entirely by Niantic. It was, I believe, an Ars Technica. Is it an Ars Technica article, I believe? Or interview? So, season six begins, has already begun. Season six has already begun. Kalos celebration event from Wednesday, December 2nd. That is tomorrow to Tuesday, December 8th p.m. 8th p.m. Uh, 10, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pokemon originally discovered in the Kalos region will be appearing in the wild, hatching from eggs, and appearing in raids for the first time. You can also look forward to exclusive field research and time research during the event. Stay tuned for more details soon. More coming soon. Even more fun winter and holiday-themed events will be tap-tap-tapping their way towards you soon. Stay tuned for details. That is referring to the Holiday Cup, I believe, for Go Battle League. And we'll talk about that here right now because that is the next article we're talking about. Let's see here. As previous mentioned, previously mentioned, the introduction of seasons also brings exciting changes to Go Battle League. The Go Battle League will expand from 10 to 24 ranks, and the top four ranks will have all new names and corresponding badges. The expanded ranks will be accompanied by a totally new reward structure, which gives trainers more opportunities to earn exclusive rewards through ranking up. Tell me about those move changes. Oh, wait. Yeah. I am also sad, Jiggly Dad. I, am, I imagine we're going to see something... Mid-season, maybe right before the Holiday Cup. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll just have to sort of wait. All right, where am I going? Go Battle League seasons will occur in tandem with the overarching seasons and will rotate formats over the same three-month period. Season 6 of the Go Battle League will take place during the season of celebration. Season 5 rewards, Season 6 timeline, and what to expect. When Season 6 begins on Monday, November 30th, already begun, your end of season so rewards for the last 10 minutes and didn't realize my mic was off. How do you keep <laughs> muting your I, mic? I go into Discord and do it. I'll make oh. sure I don't next time. Wait, what did you want to bring up? Uh, nothing. I was just laughing along with what Jiggly Dad was saying. Uh. Just agreeing. But the one thing I didn't mention was I might have missed something. What's the uh, move move reference? There I was... know that they mentioned they were going to add new moves. They were gonna they they made made a mention about doing some sort of move update, but they have not done anything yet. Okay. And usually gotcha. usually the move updates correspond with the season. The season and the season started yesterday. So okay. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> One of the employees forgot to do their homework. I wouldn't surprise me if there's delays due to COVID or something. Literally, like honestly, if they wanted to just explain a lot of delays, just say, "Yeah, we're working on it." COVID, I would honestly, I wouldn't go after them. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's I fair. Have no, yeah, I, I'm a reasonable person, and I will not attack them. If they just used the excuse, oh, it's COVID, sorry. Like, I, I can't. I can't I, I'm a reasonable person. I'm not going to attack them for that. Let's see. Great League will run from November 30th to December 14th, so we'll have two weeks. I want to say this is like it was before. Two weeks, two weeks two weeks and then all three leagues will run from january 4th to january 11th wait hold on season six will be on a monday um hold on does season six okay more details on the second half of season six later so season six goes through all three before the end of the season i'm a reasonable person all three cups yeah. yeah Is COVID a new move? <laughs> it ends the game. It locks. It charges you five dollars and closes the game. <laughs> what a great experience! What a what a fantastic. That's that's a, that's a dig. I'm sorry. That doesn't even make sense either. All right. Uh, so this is even. This isn't even the full info of season six. So we're looking at only the first half here. Late charge TM if you're, let's see, that's season five. Uh, again, these dates are tentative because we've seen game-breaking bugs that have paused a Go Battle League season for a month plus in the past, so. Yeah, but those were bad. Yeah, that was some terrible bugs. I mean, who, no telling. We might see another game-breaking bug again. There might actually be a bug in the game right now. Like I'm not, I'm not saying I know what the bug is because I don't. We there might be a so bug in the game. I'm not winning, dude. I didn't play. I didn't. I played two or three matches in season five because a piece of research required battles. That was it. I didn't even complete a full set in season five. I'm just giving you guff. <laughs> I have an exploit that makes me die with energy. <laughs> ouch i was listening i think it was i don't remember if it was a stream two nights ago i think jiggly dad was talking about that yeah i yeah i hate when that happens especially hate when that happens in a self tournament because that's that's where it actually matters that's where i actually like kind of care all right um does any of this this is just a whole bunch block of text go read this text rank numbers of ranks have increased there's particular ratings progress through ranks 1 through 20 by participating in battles and securing wins that's kind of the big point ranks 1 through 20 now are just participate basically ranks 21 through 24 are ace veteran expert and legend that's where your ELO is going to matter rank reward system has been updated rank up to rank 5 rewards will be mystery items up to rank 10 or after maybe after maybe after I think you have to hit that rank and then those are the rewards so rank 5 the next one. mystery items rank 10 stardust rank 15 rare candy rank 19 rewards will be pokemon encounters additional stardust bonuses for a limited time during the master league it's premier cup master league classic and holiday cup from Monday, December 8, 28th to Monday, January 4th, you'll earn twice the Stardust for winning battles and completing battle sets. So that will be helpful. 
Pikachu Libre Avatar item will be a reward for trainers who reach rank 10. Oh, well, you just have to participate to get to rank 10. So Pikachu Libre is literally getting easier. It still hasn't still hasn't switched. It has still not been removed as a research or as a reward for GBL. Uh, I'm going to allow it. Just a heads up, Jigglydad, we try and keep it PG with uh, the language in both podcast form and in chat. So we try and keep it family friendly. Um, I will allow, I will allow the swear this once. <laughs> Nothing against. I to- totally understand uh, the feelings behind it. Yeah. Yeah. The the let's see. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's what three months of potential ELO changes in the middle of the. Uh, <laughs> three months of potential ELO changes in the middle of the season. We'll just have to wait and see. Alrighty, let's see. So, Pikachu Libre avatar items will be a reward for. Oh, Pikachu Libre avatar items will be a reward for trainers who reach rank ten. Trainers who reach legend rank will earn avatar items and a pose inspired by N, who made his first appearance in Pokemon Black and White. Pokemon you'll encounter will be inspired by N's seasonal seasonal teams in Pokemon Black and White. Additionally, players who rank reach. Tw- Reach rank 20 can encounter the legendary Pokemon that is available to battle in five-star raids at the time. Let's see. Rank 16 is Chespin. Reach rank 17 is Fennekin. Reach rank 18, and it's Froakie. Rank 20, a surprise Pokemon during the second half of Season 6. Cool. Surprise. Legend rank. You will be guaranteed an encounter with Pikachu Libre. So you literally have to do more work. In previous <laughs> systems, to get the same reward. Hey, Steven, remember that thing you mentioned a couple episodes back, how they said they were going to put it at a lower rank? They said they said they would put it at a lower rank, and it's Guess been... What? It's now at a lower rank. No, 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 no. This is an encounter with P- the Pokemon Pikachu Libre. This is a higher rank. Before it was at rank 10, this is rank 24. Do you know how ridiculous this is? This is this is dumb. This is really dumb. Your Pikachu dreams just got further away. I need to I need to I need to I need to get a billboard with the quote from Niantic from their blog from season one or season two or wherever, wherever they put out Pikachu Libre and said they literally said it would be coming down in a lower tier reward. The, the only saving grace, the li- literally only saving grace is that Pikachu Libre does not matter in literally anything. There has been no meta, there has been no reason for Pikachu Libre to be relevant other than having it. So how hard do you think people would try if they put it shiny as like the next season reward? I don't think, it, I mean, some people would care. I, I don't, I, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't grind for it. There's I mean, no there's obviously people that are going to naturally get it anyway. Right. But. There's no reason for me to go above and beyond what I'm doing for the small percentage of a shiny Pikachu Libre. There's no reason for it. <laughs> I don't understand this. Batteram, I don't. I don't need it. I don't need you to trade it. the The problem with that is that it's a special Pokemon. That trade is going to be an astronomical amount of Stardust. I don't need. I it. mean, it's not as much because it's not shiny, but right. I mean, but it's still a limited 
Pokemon that I don't have in the decks, it's going to require a bunch of Stardust. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to worry about it. I, uh, I might get it eventually, but at this point, <laughs> at this point, like what, in the, what in the actual, what, what? Yeah. What? That'd be one of those fun things when they do like an ask the developer kind of thing. An AMA or something. They probably won't ask yeah. it. Shiny Lucario hat Pikachu. Thumbs up, Randall. Way to go. <laughs> You'll be able to enjoy new Go Battle League Cups. Holiday Cup will run from Monday, December 28th to Monday, January 4th. 15 Great League feature normal grass, electric, ice, flying, and ghost types. So Frostlass again. There's, <laughs> uh, you'd say that, but you actually, I think you'd be surprised if we take a look at it later. In the, okay. We, when we get to it. We might. Maybe next episode. Because that doesn't start until until the twenty eighth. Okay. Uh, attack updates coming soon. Attack updates are coming. Stay tuned. We'll announce those changes in this blog post. So that will happen at some point. It is already season six has already started. So high fives, everybody. Let's 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 grind. Do you think do they're this. waiting until they release the? Uh, what's the new region we're on? I forgot the name already. Kalos. Do you think they're waiting until they drop the Kalos Pokemon to put out the move change? Tomorrow? Um, that would make some sense, maybe? Because they'll want to see how they perform, I think, first, and then they might dial back stuff. <sighs> that's never been what they've done before. That's that's too much thought for Niantic. I don't think that would happen. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Honestly, they'll push Kalos Pokemon live. They'll push an update live at the same time. And that might and have then... the update. And then roll back moves to make them legacy on certain Pokemon as things happen. That's my thought. <laughs> yeah, the end poses. What does this pose even look like? What even? The okay. end pose? Yeah, the end pose is interesting. I can't. I could zoom in, but I don't want to. Basically, it's like a power T pose, but the T is down a little bit. It's it's a lowercase T pose. There you go. That's a good analogy. <laughs> Lukewarm T <tea> pose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have, let me see. A less powerful T. A less powerful T. I mean, but the T pose is there to assert dominance. So this is, this is like, uh, yeah, ah, another hydrate. Thanks, Randall. Ah, uh, not 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 joking at all. Thank you for. If you're doing a podcast, you really don't want to either go in dehydrated or be de dehydrated partway through. That's fair. Because your your throat gets sore and then it just gets hard to talk and stuff. So. You and then you a... sound like what's her name saying Mike was asking. You have a bad. You you start to have a bad time. <laughs> Let's see. Celebrate the arrival of Pokemon originally discovered in Kalos with a special event. Or an event. None of these are... I need a redemption to stop drinking Mio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know what Mio's sugar content is, Jiggly Dad, so like realistically, I don't think it's all that bad. Unless you're literally drinking the syrup straight from the bottle. Zero sugar? Okay. You didn't. You didn't file your paperwork, Niantic. Don't forget to file your TPS reports, Froki. Read the rest of the next paragraph. In that voice. 
trainers. Pokemon originally discovered in Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova, Alola, and Galar have appeared in Pokemon Go. <laughs> what and, have I done? And starting today, Pokemon originally discovered in Kalos, the region where Mega Evolution was first discovered, will also be appearing in the world of Pokemon Go. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hydrate after that one. To celebrate their arrival, you'll be able to take part in a special event. That actually isn't all that bad to throw it, so. <laughs> Constipated Proki <laughs> confirmed. What is going on? I mean, the eyes are, the eyes are like the, the lines. You could just sort of, I don't know, just a cringe, cringe Proki. I bet that's out there. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I mean, if if there's a the Pelipper with the toilet bowl for a beak, which I hate you for. I hate you, Jesse. I, I imagine there's like a cringe Froakie. All right, Wednesday, December second to Tuesday, December eighth, we'll have this Callus event. Chespin, Fennekin, Froakie, Bunnelby, Fletchling. Litleo and Noibat will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Wait, Noibat? Isn't Noibat one of the the, the pseudo legendary dragon? Pseudo legendary dragon. How rare is that going to be? Because if this is a common spawn, I need to find somebody and smack him. Because Axew is technically in the game, but it does not exist. Axew does not exist. <laughs> this is a bunch of lies. They're saying Noibat's out. Noibat's not going to be findable. You're going to be you're going to be a lotto lotto ticket winner if you find a Noibat. <laughs> you know uh, that's going to be like 2016 all over again when someone saw a Snorlax or a Charizard. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but then again, <laughs> it's going to be COVID, so you're <laughs> you won't be able to hear the Noibat. You'll hear the <laughs> oh, right, like, gotcha. Yeah, everyone's wearing masks. It'll sound like Kenny. Yeah, they're in 10K eggs. You know, every single one will be Esper. Esper. Bruh, is, is Shiny Esper going to come out immediately? Because I want it. No. Oh, uh, the blonde Esper. What is it? Is it the evolution of Esper? I don't remember if it's the male or the female. One of them is like a like yellow blonde. Gorgeous looking Shiny. Fantastic looking Shiny. <clears throat> Klefki will be appearing in the wild only in France. So Klefki is a new regional, apparently. So that's interesting. I don't know why keys are in France. I think it has to do with Kalos, because Kalos is supposed to be based off that. Ah, oh, Noibat used COVID-19. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, uh, Klefki, I mean, if it was the white flag or a guillotine, it would make sense. Sorry, France. Do we even... I apologize. We have a couple European listeners. Okay. But not yeah, I'm. I I was just incredibly insensitive. I do want to apologize. I'm sorry. Why are you apologizing? I'm the one that said it. Are you still there? I think I lost the. No, stream. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. There. I said something incredibly insensitive. France, you're wonderful. There are a lot of jokes, and I should not. I should not. Uh, what's it called? Further, further the joke making of. France as a country. There are a lot of jokes about America, and I believe most of them are all correct. So, generally speaking, America's not a great place. Our president is also a... God, how old is he? 
60, 70-year-old uh, baby. So here. The what? Time research tasks that lead to encounters with Pokemon such as Benelby, Fletchling, and then Mega Venusaur, Mega Charizard, and Blastoise Energy. Oh, neat. That's good. Mega ener- More Mega energy-, energy is always helpful. Especially since they're taking most of those away. Litleo and Esper will be appearing in one-star raids. Litleo. I'm excited for Litleo. Or Esper is not shiny, so I will worry about Esper later. God, let me look it up because that that shiny is just gorgeous. I just mm, so good. While you're looking that up, uh, there's a last part here. Enjoy the event exclusive field research. Well, that's you, what I just read. You <laughs> just read that. Um, I'll take a look at that later. I've already we've already we've already gone over almost over uh, an hour and Bunnelby and Fletchling looking like they're going to be really good competitive Pokemon. Um, they are also available for, there, there are almost no bands for these new ones, the new self arena. There are no bands. Maybe it's just based Nightfall. on the fact that they're not going to be, I mean, everyone will have them, but it'll depend if people want to use them or get a good one right away. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how, how dominant, if any of them get to be dominant. Mm-hmm. So wait, hold on. Was that a Snorlax on my nearby? Yeah, they're oh. out lurking around. Nice. That's right. You're like just down the road, so you're probably seeing the same one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. All right. Next bit of news. Before we get into the meta analysis, so I guess actually this is like right in between. Um, okay. It's already there. For the Sylph Nightfall Cup, Chestnut is ranked 63. Oh, nice. So they're not the best, but... Okay, this is actually my first time getting a chance to look at their move pool. That's actually pretty impressive on Chestnut. We'll take a look at that here shortly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I just was curious because PV Poke always breaking their back for us players to know the knowledge as soon as possible. Jigglydad asks, can either of you tell me about the male-female distinctions beyond appearance on Pyroar? Do they function differently in the main series? Nope. Stats are exactly the same. Just appearance. Just an appearance thing. Is it the same thing with Esper? Yeah. Okay. It's just literally a... Just an appearance change. Distinction. Okay. That's nice, I guess? I mean, it's somewhat similar to the Nidos, but I think they have a bit of a stat difference. Plus, their move pool is a bit more different. Hmm. The female does learn different moves. Okay. Does it? Okay. Um, I never got into using Pyroar in the games. If it's... Okay, Eric is saying the male Pyroar knows Ember, whereas female doesn't. That is not a big enough move change for anything to matter. Until <laughs> until no, Ember is... not what it knows. Until Ember is either buffed or stays the same, Ember is not something to change one from the other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like their stats are the same. Ah, uh, for Esper, the female learned Shadow Ball. Okay. Okay. So it's all move-based evolutions. So it's just a difference in move pool. Stats yeah. are all the same. Interesting. I That's guess, a really nice way to approach it, to be honest. I guess so. And Charm. Okay. So maybe one does perform based on its move pool a little bit better. That would... Yeah, that then... You then have to keep an eye out for the male versus female, which I believe when you catch a Pokemon, you don't see if it's male or female. You have to 
when you're catching a Pokemon after you have caught it, it will show, but as you're catching it, doesn't say. So TV Poke is listing Pyroar as just general Pyroar, and the moves options are Ember, Fire Fang, Takedown, Flame Charge, Overheat, Dark Pulse, and Solar Beam. Huh. And All what's right. Esther's evolution again? Um, Indeedy, I think. No, that's no that's and that's a new one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure Meowstick. That's what it was. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Unless they look different. They do. I believe Esper's doesn't look different. Esper's default form doesn't. It's the evolutions Meowstick's do. There is a pretty big distinction between the two Meowstick's. All right. So Meowstick female overall great league is rank 453. And for male, it is 462. The difference in moves are female has Confusion Charm, whereas male has Confusion Sucker Punch. And female has Psychic Shadow Ball Energy Ball, whereas male has Psychic Thunderbolt Energy Ball. So it's Thunderbolt versus Shadow Ball. And that's Charm versus... Sucker Punch, which is not as good as Charm. <laughs> but in the right situations, you know, every Pokemon has their unique scenario where they're good and mm. what they're used for. Yeah. Interesting note that a lot of Psychic types get Charm. Yeah. I mean, it's been a pretty limited move so far, I feel like. So giving it to more Pokemon's not surprising yeah that's fair let's see so before we get into the meta analysis let's talk about level 50 both as a trainer and as pokemon so the most important so relevant honestly besides everything we were talking about last episode about trainer level going to level 50 was just about correct we were talking that it would require XP or like challenges to complete to get to each level. So you'll have to do particular activities or whatever. So it's, it's, it's like additional research to get to level 41 and beyond. That's not surprising at all. No, we, we, we basically guessed that and got it right. A lot of other people were talking about it too. So I wouldn't, we're not necessarily, it I wouldn't credit us as most sense from their perspective. Yeah. So the biggest thing, honestly, I'll honestly just disregard leveling up beyond level 40. Get to level 40, you don't necessarily have to worry about getting to level 41 plus. Where Pokemon are concerned, that's where things get interesting. And we were talking about using some sort of XL candy, some sort of enhanced item to level up beyond level 40. Turns out that's almost exactly how that works. The biggest caveat here is to get a Pokemon to level 50, you do not have to be level 50. You can be level 40 and get a Pokemon to level 50. What does matter is the XL Candy. XL Candy in can be obtained from randomly from Catch, Hatch, Transfer, and Trade. And I think there might be one other basic activity. Buddy. Do you, can you get it from your buddy? I think so. I've gotten a bunch of Magikarp. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
catching, trading, hatching, transferring, converting regular candy to XL candy. This I is think trading was one. Did you okay. mention trading? Yes. Okay. Maybe it was transferring. So converting regular candy to XL candy at a rate of 100 regular candy per single XL candy. So that is where community day going ham, catching as many Pokemon as possible can be helpful because you'll just get a ton of candy, which you can then transfer into XL candy. So let me double check the, who was saying, I believe for the conversion rate, the conversion rate to power up to level 50. Most of them need 300 XL candy. Converting, so conversion of regular candy, 100 to 1 ratio. JMR in our Discord was saying, would require 29,000 regular candy to convert enough for one 40 to 50 mon, approximately. Trading wasn't working at the moment for XL candy. Well, that's a disappointment, but it does say here, so at some point it will work. I don't know. I guess I, I'm... At all, I am not shocked at all that the something isn't working when they're releasing an update. (laughs) So getting a Pokemon from level 40 to level 50 still requires Stardust, and I actually don't have those details as far as the amount of Stardust between, between 40 and 50. Still requires a bunch of Stardust, but it also requires an absolutely truckload of regular candy. So what I'm hearing is someone's going to be flying around a huge level 50 Pidgeot. What? What do you mean? People, think of all your common spawns. Those are going to be the ones that people will probably use them on. Maybe. I don't, I don't see that as making a whole lot. So it's, it's just like maxing out a Pokemon to level 40. It requires right. an incredible amount of resources, which means... Putting a getting a Pokemon from level 40 to 50 is something you really have to want to do because of the resources that go in. Yeah. So it's got to be something that either is something you use for PvE a lot Uh or something that is one of your favorite Pokemon and you just have boodles of candy of that Pokemon anyways. Yeah. So the one interesting thing is Niantic, or not Niantic, Silph Arena, as of right now, has banned absolutely nothing for Nightfall. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just making people aware. Level 50 Pokemon are eligible. Kalos Region Pokemon are eligible. Shadows are eligible. Legendaries and Mythics are all eligible within Nightfall Cup right now. So if I get ahead of myself here and I go over to PV Poke, and we're looking at the Nightfall Cup. Frostlass is number one. Metacham XL is number two. Metacham XL has solid wins against a lot of things and wins against, I don't want to say realistically, it shouldn't have wins against Victory Bell and Venusaur. Realistically, with an Ice Punch, it should be pretty solid. Uh, almost loses to Gallade, or loses about to Gallade, loses about to Articuno. So, Metacham XL, a level 50, theoretically a level 50 Metacham, has 
fantastic win rates. So it is ranked two in PV Poke. The standard Metacham is ranked 24 in PV Poke. So that's a jump. That is a battle rating from its regular is an 87.6. I'm just spouting numbers at this point to a 92.6 with 10 levels. So you're looking at a absolute bonkers. Does that wait? Hold on. Does a level 50 stack with the best buddy? Level yeah, 0.5 or one? You can get to level 51. That's, I mean, more work than I'm ever going to put in, but you know, to each their own. So it sounds like to me, if people are really intent on using certain Pokemon, they're going to be out hunting for their candy a lot. Yeah, so the 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 saving grace is you have a random chance on trade, trade, catch, hatch, and transfer to get an XL candy. That is the biggest saving grace. Thank Arceus for Master League Classic. So, Silph Arena has not banned level 50 Pokemon. They are eligible current for the most part, unless you're looking at things like Metacham, Sableye, other things that perform fairly well, but max out just shy of Great League. So, you might we might see a rank 50 Azumarill perform incredibly well. Rank 50 or level 50 Lickitung uh, ranks up here pretty high. I honestly like the resources to get a level 50 Lickitung is too high compared to. <sighs> Show me somebody that is actually willing to spend that and I will give them like a high five or something. Good for you. And that's you it. King's tweet? Did King do it already? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> like at all. Of course he would. So rank 22, Lickitung XL. I mean, of all of the people, King would do it. And, and... This is going to be interesting for rankings because people are going to look at that and go, well, how often is that going to be a threat? Realistically, it should almost never be a threat. The amount of resources to go into a Lickitung XL, like you're spending Stardust and potentially rare candies to get that Lickitung there that could be used on something else and arguably should be used on something else because how often are you going to use that level 50 Lickitung? How often are you going to use it? I mean, it's somebody's favorite Pokemon. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm, I'm just saying in the grand scheme of PVP. That has the level 50 Lickitung. Oh Lord. These rankings will get flipped on their head once Kakuna has usage data from the first week or two. Yeah, we'll see what we'll That's see how true. these power ups. And I don't yeah. even know if these Lickitung the or the XL is this theoretically a level fifty, or is this like a level 40, 45? Like, how is this? They average it, maybe. This is a, okay. The XL is showing it as a level fifty, so that's not even taking into consideration. That's not even taking at all any consideration into, okay, I only have enough candy to get it to level 45. So these rankings are are betting on level 50 Pokemon. There you go. Jmar says his wife wants a level 50 Lickitung. I, go for it. <laughs> go for it. The old hundos suck comparatively. So Metacham, Sableye, you'll probably see a level 50 Azumarill's pretty quickly. Uh, what else am I thinking of? Lickitung is one that kind of surprises me, but makes sense because it caps out under 
what other things cap out under fifteen hundred that Del are gonna Caddy. Del Caddy uh will be so much better. Wab- Wabafet will show up. Del Caddy, I can almost guarantee you Del Caddy is not going to matter. Um Slowbro <laughs> you really gonna you really gonna use slow Slowbro? Wabafet I can see really benefiting from the from the level fifty. The I'm so excited. That the, might be something I actually The want. cost is going to be insane. Chansey could oh my god, Chansey. Oh my god, Chansey, yes. But again, the cost to get it there is, is insane. It is Okay, insane. I'm gonna take a picture of what it would take right now. Are you ready? Um yes, for what? Wabafet? Yeah, I'll look okay. it up real quick on mine. Okay. Because mine is purified too, thanks to you. So so this is this is like I'm this is my sort of like rant. Hey, Chris, dude. Um, I am currently ranting about the astronomical cost it is to run Pokemon at a level 50 uh, and the chances of someone encountering one being very slim. I just... Candy conversion rate drops. Yeah. I can get nine mega candies for him. You can get you can get nine mega candies? What, is that, what does that put you 12, at? 12 mega candies. 12 mega candies. What level does that get your Wobbuffet to? Uh, let's find out. Does that get you to level 41 at all? Does it get you even halfway? I need... Oh, that hurts. That hurts a lot. Stardust? No. Stardust is actually really cheap. Oh, really? It's only 112,500 to max them out. To 50? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's still a lot. The other part that's hard is uh, candy. Uh Uh-huh. I need 272 more. 272 XL candy? Yeah. God, that's gross. <laughs> I've got nine. <laughs> candy conversion rate drops significantly within three months. We're okay. Jiggly Dad brings up a good point. We are probably looking at the same thing with the XL candy that we were seeing with the Mega Energy that it's just going to drop. The requirement is probably going to drop because that is insane. The, the conversion, the conversion is probably going to drop down to 50 to 1. Probably. And the shadows. Ugh, God. Level 50 shadows are going to be gross. Don't even... Mm, no, please. So, I don't know. At this point, I'm just ranting. Like, this is just... it. It's a cool feature. Do it if you want. It's incredibly expensive. Just in the I same... I think we need to give it a little bit of time before we see how much of an effect it has. If it's only, like, a 5 CP difference between level 40 and 45... Sure, it might matter in some matchups, but I don't think it's going to be as drastic as everyone's taking it out to be. We have to wait and give it time to see how it plays out first before we make adjustments. Yeah, this is this is a significantly different situation compared to the Megas. Because when Megas came yeah. out, they was confirmed that they are not going to be eligible within PvP. They are not eligible within any PvP besides casually playing a direct battle between you and your friend. They're not eligible within Sylph. They're not eligible within GBL. This is a drastic difference in that these are eligible right now within self. Now, there is the little caveat that GBL, there is Master Classic League or Master League Classic, which does not allow for any Pokemon above level 40. So only level 40 and below is eligible within Master or Master League Classic. But there Mm -hmm. is... I believe Master Premier League does not have the classic. Correct. So those level 
41 plus Pokemon are eligible within GBL. Mm -hmm. So we will see the effects of this almost immediately. We will probably see some updates to this uh, within the week or at least some more feedback on it. I have not been as, I don't know. Adamant about doing all of it? No, I have not been as probably diligent as I should have been looking around like Twitter and stuff about what people's reactions are. Discord, our Discord hasn't really had a whole lot of ups, downs as far as like what the level 50 plus or level level 41 plus Pokemon is. Because all of our people in our Discord are smart and they're like me and we're going to wait and see how it it turns out. Yeah, there's, I don't know. It it doesn't do much good to speculate on it right away. And I think that's kind of the thing is they wait. You let other people be the, the scapegoat, if you will. Let other people test it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. There's there's a lot of... Okay, here we go. Level 41 requires 10 XL candy. Level 49 to 50 requires 20 XL candy. So you're looking at 400 candy if you did a direct. That's gross. That's insane. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a level of Pokemon from level 40 to 50, you'll need a total of 256 or 296 XL candy and 2,500, no, 250,000 Stardust. I imagine that's going to drop at some point. Although, to be oh. honest, it's not required that you do this. So. Right. The one other thing I was curious on, and I've heard nothing yet is with the bump up to the max level of 50 for particular Pokemon, or for all Pokemon, is how do raids change in difficulty? Do raids change in difficulty? I've heard nothing about an increase in difficulty for raids. So if you are a hardcore raider and you're listening to this, a PvP-focused podcast, maybe you want to get some Pokemon up to level 50 so that raids can be potentially more easily so easily can be soloed more easily, maybe. Uh, I also question your use of your time if you're a raiding-focused Pokemon Go player and you're listening to a PvP podcast. But, you know, <laughs> we're, I we're thank you for the... of all of the family here. Yeah, I appreciate the listen, nonetheless. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot i my my feelings i think are still they're still bubble, bubbling they're still simmering i'm i'm not it would cost 622,000 dust 398 candy and 360 xl candy to max out my level 3 shadow ralts oof yeah i mean go for it eric I, don't maybe don't i don't know i don't know what to tell you that's it's, crazy. That's it's a lot. It's ex- big numbers. Yeah, it's big numbers. It's expensive. And is it really incredibly helpful? I don't I don't I mean, think it's necessary yet. All these simulators for us to let us know if it would be helpful before we spend it. I don't think it's necessary. And I think especially within Sylph, besides a level 50 Azumarill, most Pokemon are going to have their counters, and their counters are still going to be effective against them, even at the difference you, uh, between. What? I can't believe you didn't cringe when you said the level fifty. 
Oh, I mean, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> it's honestly, I would not be surprised if in future metas that Azumarill would be eligible because it can now be level 50 if it wouldn't be banned. But yeah. that's a whole other side story. Right. A a The difference between a level 40 and level 50, their counters are still eligible. Their counters are still going to be effective against them. It's not going to flip every matchup against their counters. It is going to be harder to defeat them. But I think for the most part within Great League, it's they're still going to be they're going to be more powerful, but they're not going to be like, unbeatable. Yeah, they're not going to be unbeatable, which is Actually, kind of the will key. Will they beat Giratina with uh, old ancient power difficult <laughs> or will they be after? I mean, I don't I don't know, dude. We'll see. I we'll it's see like Matt wait and find out i don't really like touching master league at all anyway i don't i don't enjoy i don't really enjoy gbl anyway but this is like a whole other of like i really don't want to deal with that although realistically higher it's going to be higher level players that are going to have those higher higher level i don't know thanks for that awesome comment battle room i'm uh i'm trending or uh ranting too much Let's see. Alrighty. Um, Do we get to jump back into the competitive breakdown now? Double check in. Winston the champ responded to my Discord call on what we should talk about today. I want to make sure there's nothing key here that I wanted to... Uh, Oh, uh, all right. Actually, he brings up a good point here that we will talk about here shortly. It is about Nightfall. So unfortunately, another another month goes by where I have not read all of JRE Seawolf's Nifty or Thrifty, although I highly recommend other people go and read it because it can be a very big help as far as putting together a team for different metas. I do have here a post on Reddit, the r slash the self arena by the user, the under underscore underground underscore PVP, the underground PVP on Reddit. Uh, We've got a meta simplified here with a chart that could probably summon a demon if you were to write this out on the ground (laughs) with Galarian Stunfisk in the middle, uh, Charmer, Psychics, Swampert, Ice Types, and Razor Leafers on the edges. There's Counter Users, Abomasnow, and its Shadow variant, and then Golbat, Gliscor, and Beedrill off on the side. This also, I was listening to PvP Steve's Meta Simplified video, and his chart looked pretty similar, so... I would also recommend giving that a listen if you are still needing to build a team. I'm sure there are plenty of people that are way ahead of me as far as team building. I have not done enough research yet. So. Nightfall, did you want to go over the Nightfall got announced also a day or two after we did our. Yes, actually, I'm getting getting a little ahead of myself here, aren't I? Nightfall is December's meta for the Sylph Arena. As always, it is Great League. As always, it is a pick six, spring three battle. This meta is 
ice types, fighting types, normal types, ground types, and poison types. No megas. Shadows are eligible. Level 41 plus are eligible. And legendaries, mythics, etc. are also eligible. Just no megas. <laughs> Just no megas, which still makes sense because megas are still in a very odd space as far as availability and usability. So uh, the resources, because they quote-unquote go away, is very odd. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, what's the absolute unit that is Mega Charizard X, best buddied, level 50'd, mega'd in something like a Master League meta? Oh, you're making me do so. Is that gross? Mega Charizard X is the dragon one, right? Yeah. Ugh, can you imagine? The absolute the amount of damage output would be insane. But yeah, like I'm <laughs> thankfully megas aren't eligible within GBL yet either. So uh never want to see Uxie again. <laughs> Sorry, Battle Ram. <laughs> uh Shadow Gloom does not appreciate being left out of the Razor Leafers. Anything with Razor Leafer anything with Razor Leaf is eligible within the Razor Leafers. Let's see. All right. So you want to know the max CP of a best buddied level 51 Charizard X? Yes. Let's see that. 4405. All right. What's the, do you have the attack stats? 243.4. That's, that's nice. 192.7. Okay. 169. Okay. Oh, that's just above, just below slacking. Just a regular level 40 slacking? Yeah. Jeez, are you kidding me? I want to look that up. A best buddy. What's slacking. that? What's that matchup? 1v1 me outside. Okay, Mega Y <laughs> is even higher. So Mega Charizard X with a. a a level 40, no best buddied hundo slacking versus Mega Charizard Y level 51 best buddied hundo. What is that? What does that fight look like? Can I can I look this up in PV Poke? Does PV Poke allow for this? Oh my gosh. What? A perfect slacking uh-huh. at level 51 is 5069. A perfect slacking? A perfect slacking best buddy at level 51 is 5069. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Sick. 15. Nope, not 315. 15, 15. Let me. Okay. 15, Are you doing the Charizard 15. versus slacking matchup? Yes. I got it for you. Oh, you do? You want Y? Uh, give me X with Dragon Breath because that would be disgusting. I'm going to give it to you. Yep, X is going to give it to me. <laughs> All right, so Mega Charizard X, best body level 51. Uh-huh. Hundo. Oh, this is going to be gross. Dragon Breath, who wins between it and level 51 slacking? No, 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 no. Level 40 slacking. Oh, you want level 40. Level 40. No okay. extra, no extras on slacking. Okay. Hundo slacking, level 40. Versus nope. level 51 Charizard? Yep. Charizard wins no competition. Dragon oh, really? Okay. That makes sense considering the DPS of slacking is absolutely atrocious. So that makes sense. That's a Titan fight. 
Yeah, that's that's disgusting. That's ugh. But back to nightfall. Nightfall. Let's see. Where to begin? Where to begin? G Stunfisk. Stunfisk. Yes or no? That's the pivot point. Yeah. Eric Bien says it loses in the two zero. Of course. That's the information I needed. Charizard loses in the two zero shield. In a 1v1, if it didn't have shields, it does lose. Let's see. So your fighters are relevant. So Metacham, Gallade. Gallade's showing up in some of in our, our chat. Some of the people were doing some tests. Gallade shows up in a big way here. So that's definitely a Pokemon to look out for. It's Metacham with confusion. Yes. <laughs> it's like Metacham is Sprite. And Gallade is Sprite Cranberry? Oof. It's good in a different way? Or is it Mountain Dew versus Mountain Dew Code Red, maybe? I don't know. And no bulk. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to watch out for Gallade. Gallade does not. It packs the punch. It has the versatility, but it's it's fragile. It is a glass cannon. Charmers are here. A A9 Tails, Wigglytuff. No surprise there. Your Razor Leafers and Venusaur. Venusaur is usually running a Vine Whip in that instance. Ice types, Frostlass, Dugong, Lapras. No one's surprised here. Like, realistically, if you've followed... I, I'm going to be incredibly boring here. If you've followed PvP, Sulfurina, in the past, these there isn't anything here that should really surprise you. Switching over to the PV Poke rankings. Shadows are showing up here in a big way. Gloom Shadow, Victory Bell Shadow at rank 5 and 6. Golbat Shadow at rank 8. Obama Snow Shadow at rank 9. Gligar Shadow at rank 12. The Shadows show up here. This is probably the one cup I've seen them more closer to the top versus other stuff. Yeah. Other cups we've had so far. Yeah, the damage. But is... I imagine this list will explode even more if we happen to get a rocket takeover at some point this month. I don't think that the list changes because these are just pure matchups. It doesn't. True. It doesn't factor in via availability. I mean, as far as people's usability of them. Yeah, I will be curious to see. I don't know. Can I affect this? Can I change the rankings here? I think here? we tried this last time. Yeah, I'd like to see this without any of the rank 50, because I imagine the, or rank 50, any of the level 50s. I imagine getting anything to level 50 by your tournaments here this month is going to be near nigh impossible. So I kind of want to just remove them from PV Pokes listing here because I mean, they're still pretty much the same you just swap mega or metacham xl with regular right well i mean but you also see lickitung xl show up here and because they are within the top 50 or so that should in theory affect other matchups and the rankings here your overall per- good, good performance they probably will put in a filter yeah i would i'd like to see that filter because these are the xl variants in pv poke are requiring the level 50s and I can't imagine that you are going to see level 50s. You might see level 45s 
you probably won't see level 50s of any Pokemon in a Self Arena tournament at least for the first month or so. You're not. You're most certainly not going to see them consistently for at least the first three months or so. Mm-hmm. It will take a little while into 2021 until we see a consistent couple of picks for level 45, level 50. Yeah, within Self Arena, so. I'd like to remove them from this to get a better sense, but I, there is a way to do it. It is a little bit extra as, as far as work. And then um, on that graph you were showing for Nightfall, who's surprised to see the number one mud boy? Swampert. <laughs> I want to say Wishcash is still performs all right. Where, yeah. Actually, where are our mud boys? Can I go in ground? Let's see. So Swampert's number three. G Stunfisk is four. Swampert Shadow is at rank 18. Wishcash is at 42. Quagsire is at 61. Seismitoad is at 62. Diggersby is in here, but that is not a mud boy. That is a normal mud boy. Or normal ground. Gastrodon, east and west at 79 and 80, respectively. Marshdomp at 90. Marshdomp Shadow at 98. And that rounds out the mud boys. I guess technically Palpitoad at 189. Hold on, Palpitoad, and what was I looking at here? Seismitoad. So Seismitoad is up here. Bubble, Muddy Water, Earth Power. I'd like to see Palpitoad or Seismitoad with maybe a better move. I wouldn't be surprised if we see... Body Slam on it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that helps it. It certainly gives it an additional move that no other Mud Boy has. Although, no, Gastrodon has Body Slam, doesn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. have Shot. It has Mud Slap. Mmm... I would not be surprised if we see a Seismitoad Community Day, maybe within 2021. Maybe. Maybe. So we'll see about that. It is a three-tier, and its shiny is not released, so it would not surprise me nonetheless. Or it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. So looking at the graph that you had from Reddit, I I participated in a Nightfall practice tournament, and... Uh Most of these are pretty common picks. Most of the things on this graph here are things that we saw pretty commonly. Um, I think the biggest takeaway here is for this cup, there is a lot of options. There is a lot of things to consider. And like every cup, you know, it's like Stephen's famous phrase where you have to pick your chess pieces before you put them on the board, essentially. Yeah, this, this, this game, GBL, or not GBL, Self Arena is a game that is started when you pick your team. When you go to pick your team, that is the beginning of the chess match. So it is also a six of one, half dozen of another, as far as what you're picking. The one thing that is not included on this list is the normal flyers, and that kind of surprises me. They have multi- much like the uh, the flying type in general in this cup they have a lot of neutral weaknesses majority of common weaknesses mm. Noctowl is at rank 20 let's see uh, what else is here on the normal flyers Pidgeot is at 78 Rufflet is at 100 Braviary is at 120 or 129 where is Star Raptor is at 149. Mm. <laughs> I think the biggest normal flying to take from this one would be Noctowl. Yeah. 
Yeah, I imagine if you're running a, a normal flyer, you're gonna you're gonna look at Noctowl. It's been it's been a staple for a while, so I know it's one of uh, I want to say Jmar's favorites. I've seen Jmar use it for sure. Let's see, um, Golbat, Gliscar, other flyers. Beedrill is a bug fly, bug flyer, poison, poison fly, or. Beedrill's bug poison. Bug poison. That's right. It doesn't even have very a big threat in this cup too, if used properly. Yeah, it doesn't have the flying. It doesn't have any flying type moves though. So it does aerial ace. It does. Okay. Could have sworn it does. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Does it? I'll check it. Okay. I think it's just now that they have uh, drill run. Drill run. It's replaced it. Yeah. So yeah. it's drill run, X scissor, sludge bomb, aerial ace. Return and Felstinger. Mm, okay. So it kind of depends. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I even with, I, I think at this point we're in what season three of season three, season four of G of, of self arena. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see a nice solid consistency of, of top performers. Yeah. Especially here in the, a meta simplified, let me go back to PB Poke and see if anything absolutely surprises me here on the top. Articuno is available. It's at rank set or it's at, at yeah, rank seven on PB Poke. <sighs> Will you see it? Maybe. Does it actually perform incredibly well? Dude, Jmar rocked an Articuno on me in the practice tournament. Okay. It's it's a good option. It's expensive though. if you know how to use it. That's an expensive one. Uh, you really don't even need a second move. Oh, really? Does it just need Icy Wind? Ice Shard Icy yeah. Wind? That's it. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's all Dugong needs. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't see anything here that absolutely surprises me. Jmar gives the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Blazekin's up here at 25. a dirty, safe swap. I couldn't do much against it. Blazekin's an, uh, an interesting pick. I've seen some talk about it does beat barely beats G Stunfisk. That's not a it has a battle rating of five oh eight. That is not something I would say is a good win for it. No. <laughs> but because it's a fire, it beats the grasses, it beats the ices. That it's is fairy something too, but it also is weak to fairy. Yeah. It, oh, I, I mean, if it goes up against a charmer, it's dead. It's not even yeah, yeah in a in a straight one v one match where it's you want to swap that out immediately if you you hit into that right. as a lead. You don't want to get stuck on that. No. But I think that's one of the pivotal points of this cup is there are many things that the Charmers do not care about. The only thing they really care about is G-Fisk. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, Frost, Last Venusaur, Articuno, and Lapras are all big wins for Blaziken. That is impressive. It does lose to Medicham, XL, Victory Bell, Shadow. Really? This is a Victory Bell Shadow? Down. Jeez, Razor Leaf is gross. Especially Shadow Why Razor Why do you Leaf. think everybody loves that term? Uh, Let's see. Does lose to Swampert. No surprise there. And it does lose to Gallade. That all makes sense. So, yeah. Blaziken's performance can be... Might be actually pretty, pretty impressive here. Huh... Crafty's up here. I mean, I've got plenty of options for whatever I'm going to put together because I right. still don't have anything. I still don't know anything solid as far as what I'm going to put together. There's a lot of options, and I have a lot of battle rams telling you to back out. 
Okay. There's a lot of options, and I have quite a number of things powered up and ready. So, Zangoose is up here. Somebody was making comment that they might bring up a Zangoose. That's a interesting pick. Celio is up here. Way to go, Celio. Celio's been dropping down recently. That's not surprising. Yeah, just all these other things moving up. A lot of other ice types. The fact that it doesn't have Icy Wind doesn't help it at all. No. But this cup is definitely something that I think people need to consider. Make a team, practice it, see how you like it, and then build another team based on the results you see and then play between those two for a bit. Just play with play with what's available. Yeah. Let's see. So one of because there's a lot of things that do work and a lot of things that don't. The question Winston had in the Discord was why Frostlass was not banned in Nightfall. That uh, is I get the feeling that when I played my tournament that was one of the ones I used. Uh-huh. It's a very good Pokemon, but it has to have a shield, and it has to have the energy advantage. Mm, if yeah. you meet those two requirements, it can become almost unstoppable. Patterson but when you're in the chance. situation where you're using it, you need to give it resources, much like other things in the past couple of months that we've used in certain cups where it performs as long as it's getting coverage. Oh, Interesting. So Eric Bien in the chat is saying, FYI, taking out the XL on custom rankings, the top six are Snowy Cast Form, Metacham, Shadow Obama Snow, Scrafty, Regular Obama Snow, and Frostlass. Frostlass drops down. So is that because Frostlass performance, does Frostlass have a really good performance against? Yeah, it beats out Metacham XL. Okay. And that's so that's, that's it's, it's that's its number one key win is it beats out Metacham XL, which you I I can almost guarantee, ninety nine percent of players are not going to encounter a rank a level fifty Metacham. You are not going to encounter a, a Metacham XL for this. Celio is a solid option against Frostlass too. Is it? What is it's Celio just against everything it could do? <laughs> Right, but like Celio's big thing is body slam, and body slam's doing neutral against. You hit Frostlass. it with water charge move. Oh, okay. Its water charge move is more beneficial in this cup than uh, the Aurora Beam body oh, okay. slam Aurora Beam. Huh. Or sorry, body slam, and I want to say it's Aqua Tail. Oh, interesting. Aqua so you're not ring. even you're not even running. Let me scroll down to it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I want them deets. I want to know. Powder Snow Body Slam Aurora Beam. Water Pulse is at a 20% usage. Water Gun is at a 44% usage. So then are you running Celio against Frostlass? Are you running Celio with the water moves then? I mean, I guess it's dependent. Yeah, because like I don't... Weird. I mean, Celio does have more bulk because it does have to be... It does have to be maxed or close to maxed, so... That's an odd, huh? I don't know. Makes sense, I guess. Some sense, but also it's confusing. Wild. But looking basically over the cup, there's a lot of fun to be had in this cup if you can. It's not one Pokemon. Well, I mean, there's some that are predominantly performing, but at the same time, it feels a lot like last month's cup where 
you can pretty much pick a handful of things and make it work to yourself if that makes sense i think so yeah you can there's there are options as far as team building yeah uh let me go actually i'm gonna call some people out because i'm gonna go over into our testing facility and i want to see people we're talking about team comps here if i scroll up i don't want to scroll too far what do we got what do we got what do we got come on somebody tell me let's see oh how far there's been a lot of people that are chatting here uh oh that's an eight okay 11, 28. Testing out stuff. Arrow saying it's going to be a fun meta. Testing out some stuff. Let me see. Hmm. Uh, Psycho Cut Medi, decent play, especially with some of the poisons running around. Gallade fits the Psychic Fighter role better, though. Grass Knight comes in fast and covers a bit more, or Leaf Blade. Oh, you're reading the manuscripts from our Discord? I'm reading the testing facility just to see if anything stands out here. I want to say people were talking about running 2-2-2, two, two, and two, which was double fighter what was it double fighter double grass double fairy i think i think let me see where it was dun -dun 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 why am i doing some sort of music thing i don't know oh, I... we don't even have to pull up twitter our community questions down there for us <laughs> oh yeah i mean the community question or community question is is here I don't know. I there's un unfortunately like I've just been I I've I've been slammed and just have not been able to dive in as much for Silph Arena or Pokemon Go in general as far as like work is concerned, so I'm just not able to do it's not without wanting to try because in the past I've just been I mean I've I know I've been not fantastic at battling anyway. And so okay. I've wanted to do more battles and stuff. But at this point, like, I'd like, I wouldn't mind doing more battles. It's just that I'm working open to close for the better part of every week. So, and then trying to, like, you know, get in tests and team build and stuff. Like, our, what was it? The, not Forest Cup. What was our last, what was last month's cup? Sunrise? Is it Sunrise? Or, no, you mean last, this last month? Yeah. March? Yeah, the March Cup. I mean, I put uh, everybody in the Discord knows I put my team together in the last thirty minutes before the <laughs> the exciting. before the thing closed. I was I just so happened to be on my break, and Jesse was like, "Hey, Stephen, are you going to participate?" And I was like, "Yes." Oh, it, today's the day. the The lobby is going to close. We're going to start. So I basically put out a call in the Discord, like, "What what should I put my What should I put on my team?" And threw something together in 30 minutes to then be able to do battles. And of course I won maybe one or two battles lost all of them. And then I got the buy win, which 
I swear. So somebody at Silf Arena, if you want to come on Battle Science After Dark or come on this podcast and talk to me as to why a buy counts as a win on your record, <laughs> I will be as civil as possible. I don't understand why it in your overall... I can understand why it would count as a win. No, I can't even fully understand why it would count as a win in your rank in the tournament itself. So I was at like the, the second place somewhere and it's based off. Of yeah. So I was at the second lowest table for the first round or two. I dropped down into the last table where the buy round or the, the buy slot was, I got the buy. It bumped me up to above the table where I was at before facing people realistically that were at a better ranking than me and then kept me there because technically I had won a round, <laughs> which should not be how that works. It should, that should not count. They're, they're, I'm sure the numbers are incredibly complicated as far as making sure there's a ranking, but there needs to be win, loss. I mean, there is no tie for your self arena rankings, so you don't have to worry about tie. There should be a third number that's counted that is your buy. And that should affect the tournament place, your placement in the tables. But it should right. not. But if there's only so many people in the tournament, you can only go up against so many people. Right? Yes, yes. But if I have not it, won it, a, if if there are two people that have not won a single game, they should be facing off against each other at the very end of the tournament. Unless they had already faced some, each other earlier. Even then, they could be facing each other. The, no, if they have faced each other, one person has already gotten the win. I I I need I would love to sit down with somebody at the self arena to to better better explain to my elementary middle school mind as far as how these rankings work and how Buy how the buy win counts. How, for what reasoning does the buy win? count as a win and then put me up against stronger opponents in which I will not win against anyway. Like, I mean, I, I realistically, I don't care about going up against other people, but I don't understand why it basically just inflates the win count when realistically I have not won. So I don't know. That's another rant thing. <sighs> Let's see. What am I missing? Jesse, do we want to go into the community question? Yeah. All right, let's freshen it up. Let's finish off on a high note. I need to go to the thing on the thing, the thing on the thing. Pardon me, do you have any gray poupon? Community question. Last episode was, what are when you are playing Pokemon Go, what is it that you listen to? Is it in-game music, favorite artist, a music streaming service, a podcast, or maybe nothing at all? How do you hashtag listen while you play? So we had a number of answers to that. I'm going to pull up Twitter first, and then we'll go into the Discord. I've also got a couple of locals that responded that I have here. Ah, excellent. So Pokemon Crossroads at PKMN Crossroads on Twitter responds with either a podcast, if I'm playing in my car, or just my thoughts as I curse the game for not having any Pokemon come when I'm in the middle of a lucky egg. <laughs> uh, Jason at, I believe this is L Show D Jason says podcasts simple 
in the Discord. We have Leader Paradox responding with a usually put on an album or a podcast, never in-game music. Oof. I will agree there. I do not listen to in-game music. MVP02 says music on Spotify. And Winston says podcasts, battle science or other Pokemon podcasts, history podcasts, politics, or audiobooks. What do you got, Jesse? So from a couple of our locals, one of them says they listen to 90s punk rock, 90s rock, things like Alice in Chains or Red Hot Chili Peppers, usually when they're in their truck or if they're out walking, uh, motivational music from Spotify. I know exactly who that is. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, another person said that usually they don't have any uh, music going, but isn't it funny that whenever you're out like on a community day prior to COVID and all this, obviously that whenever you heard somebody with the game audio on, you quickly look over to verify that it is a child that is indeed playing with the game music on. (laughs) That's the first thing you do. If you've forgotten to turn it off is to turn it off. It's loud, (laughs) obnoxious, and it tells everyone around you what you're doing. It's nice, but it's just so funny to see the looks you get from people. All right. So that is the community question from last week. And again, I forgot to put it on Twitter earlier in the weeks. I goofed up there. It's not the first time. Probably won't be the last. We'll see if I can I can do better this time. Our current or this episode's community question is going to be what is a Pokemon that you have grown to like or appreciate through playing Pokemon Go? So through playing Pokemon Go, is there a particular particular Pokemon that you have garnered new or an additional appreciation for? Is there a particular Pokemon that throughout doing GBL or Sylph Arena that maybe you didn't care for before but have gained a new liking to. Jesse, do you have any particular Pokemon that you have? Yes. Um, Okay. I don't know why the... Ever since 2016 and the fact that they made it a whole new game, I have loved Eevee ever so much more since Pokemon Go has come out. Wow, Eevee. That's an that's one I would not have expected. Its versatility when the game first came out as being some of the best lower level player accessible elemental type Pokemon was astounding. And then of course Let's Go Eevee was just amazing. Got to revisit my childhood in a new animation. And then even in Sword and Shield, Eevee was still great. You could even catch their evolved forms in the wild. I don't know. I think Nintendo's done a really good job of directing not only Pikachu to be a mascot. We've had and too many. because my roommate is such a Pikachu fanatic, I'm on Team Eevee. <laughs> Battle Ram saying his answer is Vigoroth. Became and still is his go-to for Great League Battling. Vigoroth is a fantastic example. Vigoroth is one, like, no, I'm not a fan of Vigoroth, certainly, but 
Vigoroth is definitely one that's performed incredibly well. Somebody was making a comment. I don't remember what it was about move changes. That's right. They were talking. There's a Reddit thread about what Pokemon would use a, what Pokemon could get like a move change that would completely and totally upset the meta. And somebody said, like Galvantula did. <laughs> uh, but Galvantula really didn't change it drastically because. I mean, it did be pretty vague. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Galvantula is around, but G Stunfisk is still around and performs well. They were saying sure. that if Lapras got better moves, Lapras beats out, can beat out Azumarill, and it can beat out uh, G Stunfisk. So Lapras mm-hmm. would be a really interesting one. Uh, I don't remember what move they were Air saying. Air to... maybe Meganium. Meganium. Meganium is a cool one. Yeah, Meganium was definitely one that I wasn't super hot on before. I don't know why I'm rating other people's choices. <laughs> Somebody was saying in the, the Reddit thread, though, about giving Vigoroth, like, a crazy move or whatever, and I was like, no. No. Vigoroth, it's good enough. <laughs> it's good enough. You don't need to buff Vigo. You really don't. That's gross. Yeah, next week, go ahead and tweet us at battle underscore science. Hit us on the Gmail. Hit us on the Discord server. Let us know what Pokemon that you have come to find from Pokemon Go that has made you maybe see them in a different light or maybe gained a new interest in a certain Pokemon that you never otherwise would have. Whoa, that's a wild Celio in my backyard. <laughs> all right he's going after the dog poop for you ah maybe he is my dog it's twelve twenty-six, and this could be really good uh i'm trying to think of what my example would be for pokemon i've grown to like through playing pokemon go it's easy to go with like meta options with going like metacham or something let me let me see let me let me see. I'm gonna go. Melmetal was pretty crazy. Melmetal and Meltan because they were exclusively released through Go. They, I mean, I I love them both. I think they're awesome. That'd be another one if I had to pick one. And its relevance in each league is pretty good too. CP minus fifteen hundred. I'm gonna go with usually great league ones because. It's usually the format that you play. It's the format I play and usually more you relevant. Say Gengar. Gengar has been pretty crazy good for Gengar's you. Gengar has been pretty solid for me. I would say Vespaquin's up there as well. Vespaquin's one that I would never really have enjoyed, but I did enjoy running Vespaquin. Uh, Scoliopede for sure. Scoliopede is one that for whatever reason, like I've barely used it, but I have one for Great League and I think it's double moved and everything. Scoliopede would be one that I would be down to do. Um, let's see. I already enjoyed Golbat ahead of time. I've talked about the, my Golbat and Crobat story on, I think I've talked about it here, but I went more in depth in it in the Battle Science After Dark. Um, shoot. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I would probably say Gengar. For whatever reason, now that I'm, I've been thinking about it, normally... Normally in, you know, you'd see on Facebook, like, comment on this thread and I will give you a type and that's your Pokemon gym leader and what's your, you know, what are your six Pokemon for your gym? Um, oh, that would be a great community. Okay, somebody rem- remind me for two weeks from now, it will be 
Should we auto assign a type or pick your you pick your type and picks your six? You are a gym leader for that type. Probably pick your type. I think we got a week to develop on two weeks to develop on it. Okay, don't quote me on on what we've what we've talked about here, but do remind me ahead of next episode. The my usual go to for types were usually like fire and ghost, but I think now that I'm now that I've played a lot more go, honestly, I think poison types are a lot more prevalent to me so looking at toxicroak scoliopede golbat are like go-to's for poisons for me like i would never have considered myself to be a poison trainer but i think looking at some of the pokemon that i've played with haunter gengar the poison type is starting to grow on me a little bit more Mm. although even then like the poison type poison types within pokemon go like don't perform incredibly well but they make they've made some changes to help them. I think the things like Toxic Toxicroak, Golbat, their secondary typing pulls a lot of the takes a lot of the brunt of or, or carries a lot of the weight of that particular Pokemon. Toxicroak would not be where it is without counter. And the fact that it has Mud Bomb as well is the one of the some of the only reasons it performs as well as it as it does. So how's it going, Leo? But yeah, I think before, like, I would never have considered myself to be a a poison type trainer. But I think now, having played enough Pokemon Go, poison type might be one of my go tos. There's a mill tank here. Okay, okay, it's a 95 CP mill tank. This one's getting a pineapple berry. What is going on? <laughs> a muck and sky tank also performing well. Is what? Uh, uh, there was an Eevee, but I delayed tab back into the game and it's gone. Uh, all right. Oh, so. that's awesome. Yes, that, that thing's awesome. Uh, one of their a comment from one of our viewers is their cousins have picked up each of the plushes for the daughter, new daughter, because she's just barely starting to crawl. I don't know if you've seen them pop around on the internet where they put the three starters out in front of a baby and they choose which one. Yep. Oh, I love you those should, things. Honestly, they should wait until they're like 10 or 11 and then pick, just <laughs> like in the games. Because who knows? Maybe maybe as a baby you have bad taste. I know as a kid I would have bad taste in some cases. Let them let them grow their taste and have better taste. I don't know. I'm just being controversial here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is the community question. If you have any topics for us to discuss or want to get in touch with us, for a future battle science podcast or what have you at battle underscore science on Twitter. You can email email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. You can join our Discord and talk to us there. Let's see. If you're listening to or if you're not Subscribe to us on Twitch to know when we're doing any special events or live recordings of the podcast. You can follow us at twitch.tv slash battle science podcast services around the globe. Or if you want our primary site, you can go to, I believe, podbean battle science.podbean.com. Getting them mixed up here. There's just battle science and something else. <laughs> just Google battle science. You'll find one of them. <laughs> will, will you? All right, now I'm curious. Uh, nope, no, you don't. 
you don't find battle science when you look it up on Google. Battle sports science is what you get. You do not get battle science. Our we'll SEO is garbage. What? We'll get. We'll take that spot someday. Uh, probably not. But you know. Hey, there it is. Podcast.apple. It's on page two. Battle science, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast. All right. I'll take page. page I'll take page two. Oh, Spotify. Our Spotify link there is on page two. All right. Maybe that's how we intro next episode. Battle science, a page two, a page two Google search podcast. <laughs> I'll take page two on on Google any day. Let's see what else. So Spotify. Uh, wait, why are we not? Anyways, while Steven's fascinating over the Google search, also don't forget to tune in at a later date for our rebroadcast of our schoolyard scrap tournament that we have going on. It has been going pretty crazy. Our participants have been doing a great job. Uh, fun times, as always. If you want to check out a live stream of some of the battles, one of our participants, Chris the Dude, is going to be streaming them on Twitch. If you're listening to this live Saturday, if you're listening to this on the podcast tomorrow, or if you're listening at a later date, it's probably already happened. You might but be able to catch at that. Chris the Dude, what's that? Catch the VOD, that video on demand. Twitch.tv yep. slash ChristaDude13. Yep. All right. We'll have and that. And he will be taking on, my representative from Team Jesse will be taking on each of his opponents from T. Steven just so he can get those battles out of the way and uploaded it for us to look at later and rebroadcast again for you guys at a later date. We'll do that 21st, 22nd, December. Later on in December. Uh, Let's see. I believe that is everything. So the just a reminder, the Extra Life donation page will be up until the very end of the year. So December 31st, you can still send a couple of dollars the way of the big, beautiful kids at Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, we still got to figure out whatever in the world we're doing since we've already surpassed our goal. And if we surpass our goal even more, I will do a, I don't know, a <laughs> pool noodle fight over a kitty pool of flaming hot lava metroid hunter redeemed to hydrate way, way to go dude or something uh maybe for a week we'll turn battles the battle science twitter into a wizards unite thing. shut up i'm about to leave right now <laughs> do it <laughs> i actually don't know if he's left uh let's see Oh, what am I missing? If you guys have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, absolutely anything. Oh, if you guys want to back us on Patreon, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash battle science. Back us at a dollar or more and you get access to the battle science after dark. We'll be recording the next episode of that, the December episode next Tuesday. I feel like something else is happening on Tuesday and I don't remember what. Second Tuesday. No, actually, something is hel- something else is happening, but it is not of importance for a particular date. I just have to do a thing before then. Uh, shoot. Other stuff, cool stuff, things. I really want to do that other podcast here in 2021. So other cool stuff will be happening in 2021. Um, got some goals stuff to hit. So we'll talk, maybe talk more about that next episode. But until then, we will see you out there on the battlefield.